I'm Ken Boone, and this is my podcast, Much More to Say. This show is sponsored by the Descant Music and Media Group, creators and producers of podcasts covering a wide range of subjects. Our shows are hosted on Spreaker and available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Check out our Much More to Say blog, posted bi-weekly, where the conversation continues. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, our website, muchmoretosay.weebly.com. That's much more, the number two, say.weebly.com. Now, on with the show. Hey guys, I just got my first shot of the Moderna vaccine, the one that's supposed to protect us from the coronavirus. Just got it last week, so shortly I'll be getting my second shot and uh, I'll finally start to feel safe. I'll still wear my mask, but I'll feel safe. And by the way, it was free, which leads me to my next point. You see, we're already reaping the benefits of that American Rescue Plan, which was the coronavirus uh, relief package. They called it a bunch of different things. But we're starting to reap the benefits already. You know, we got the direct payments. Of course, there's those who benefited from the extended unemployment benefits. And as I said, the free vaccinations. You know, just to name, you know, a few of these benefits. And there's many more. Last week, I think I listed... I don't know. I had on my list 13. I might have just cut the list short at like five or six. But um, it's uh, really bearing fruit. You know, so things are looking up. But for some reason, not everybody's happy. Not everyone's feeling good. I'm not just talking about, you know, Republican lawmakers who voted against the bill because it's their policy and they've got a, you know, strategy if they do for why they're voting against it and voting against the the will and desire of their voters. You know, I'm not going to tell them how to do their business. Um, some of us on our side, you know, have complaints. Some of us wanted to hold a bill up. Some of us, you know, raise concerns. I don't know if it's attention grabbing or what, but I mean, it's crazy. You know, talk about what have you done for me lately? And why do I say that? Because it seems to be a pattern here that I'm noticing in politics that, uh, what you do today, they want 10 things tomorrow. And if you can't accomplish, you know, if you can accomplish nine of the 10 and one is left for another day, they imply that you're a failure. That makes my head spin. But moving 
you know, April's shaping up to be a pivotal month, you know, in our return to normalcy. All right. I was driving down the road uh, this past Easter, which was a couple of weeks ago. And I noticed, you know, a lot of church parking lots, excuse me, a lot of church parking lots, you know, were full. I mean, not, you know, stuffed to the gills like they used to be, but, you know, they were full. You know, you saw people, you know, with masks on, you know, coming in and out, you know, congregating, you know, using elbow pumps or bumps to, you know, acknowledge each other. But there were people. I remember a few months ago that these parking lots were literal ghost towns. You know, they, parents would take their kids in their parking lot to teach them how to drive. That's how abandoned they were. And down in Charlotte, these churches are like, they're like full-time businesses. They, you know, they employ a bunch of people. They have daycare centers. They have um, cafes. They, they, they're just doing a bunch of things. So to see it full or somewhat full is it's kind of uplifting. And um, although it was Easter and as typically, you know, half the stores are open, half the stores are closed. So I had to, you know, go from place to place to find what I wanted. But, you know, that, that was normal. And I was okay with that. When our current president initially declared that he would see to it that Americans would have 100 million shots in the arm within the first 100 days of his presidency, there was some skepticism. There was some, you know, don't bite off more than you can chew uh, talk out there. But he beat it. He beat it by a lot. Now he's updated the goal to 200 million in the first 100 days. And guess what? I'm not betting against this guy. I mean, just the way he, he used sheer will to push that $1.9 trillion relief bill through Congress without a single Republican vote. Although he had meetings with them, they said the talks were productive and all that stuff, without a single vote on the Republican side. It should make people who call themselves strategists, people who are tacticians, you know, like the McConnells of the world, who, you know, can use parliamentary procedure and all that stuff to just kind of, you know, game the system. It should make them green with envy. They really should take out a notepad and take notes because this guy, in my opinion, has and always has, always has had more talent than anyone I've ever seen in my lifetime. And I've seen a bunch of them. I mean, I'm going back to, I was aware going back to Nixon, but you know, this guy's got so much political talent. He can get things done. He can answer the questions. He can give you the real answer. I remember when he was doing a campaign thing and some person in the crowd shouted out some untruth and he just spun around and said, man, you're full of shit, you know, really. <laughs> I mean, then he, he, you know, put the arm around him figuratively and, you know, just kind of, you know, told him the truth. He called Trump a clown, you know, this is what this clown is trying to do here. He said he was the worst president to his face, the guy everyone was afraid of. He knew this guy wasn't going to do anything. My president now, 
And he's run before, but like they say, you know, people, the moment finds the person, and that happened with him. Though I would have voted for him anytime he ran, I'm glad he's our president now. Because this guy's forgotten more than the most shrewd hacks we see now on the airwaves. More than they will ever know. And that's just my humble opinion. For all the times this administration has exceeded expectations, people still don't seem to be satisfied. How come you don't call it a crisis at the border? Where's the transparency? Why is the Build Back Better plan price tag so high? Why is the Build Back Better plan price tag so low? What's taking you so long? Like it says in the title of this episode, we can't get everything done at once, okay? And you want to know why it can't happen all at once as much as we'd like it to? It's something known as scarcity. And what does that mean? I'm really glad you asked. Scarcity means you have unlimited demands but limited resources to fulfill those demands. Scarcity refers to the relationship between the wants and needs. Scarcity results from people having unlimited wants and needs or always wanting something new and, you know, they want everything, but we can't do everything because we just don't have the means right now. So, what can we do to cope with this frustrating thing called scarcity? Scarcity of resources, scarcity of time, scarcity of everything. Well, we can start by remembering the chorus of that Rolling Stones classic. You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, well, you might find you get what you need. I mean, there's a reason why that song has made somebody, whoever wrote that song, a gazillion dollars. Because it's true. And we can also practice patience. Which is also a virtue, by the way. Now, do you think our president will get everything done on his wish list? Nah, I don't. I'm not naive. I don't think so. I hope, but I don't think so. How about us getting most of the things we need to get out of this hole that we're in right now and to reclaim our spot as number one in the world? Most definitely. I mean, as long as we exercise a little patience, as long as our media allies vow to tell the truth and not be overly concerned about ratings. You did this, but did you do that? Look, we just got here. You did this, but you didn't do that. Yeah, we just got here. We just got here. Give us a minute, okay? And get the facts straight, okay? And try not to keep using these words. Try to refrain from using these words that drive me nuts. Always and never. Really no such thing in a practical sense. I mean, you hear that expression, even, you know, a blind squirrel catches a nut once in a while. I mean, always and never are, you know, not good, good words to, to use. Okay. 
This is Ken Boone, and you're listening to Much More to Say on the Descant Music and Media Network. We invite you to visit our website, muchmoretosay.weebly.com. That's much more, the number two, say.weebly.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I mean, our political adversaries are already gearing up you know, to reclaim majorities in the House and the Senate. And they've got this BS narrative that they're building. And history shows that they might be successful no matter what they throw up against the wall, no, no matter how much BS they peddle along the way. That's just, that's just how history works. But we can do something. We, can't help. We, we, we shouldn't help them. So the way I see things, we have about two good years to take care of business, to get as much done as we set out to do, after which... Chaos will again become the order of the day. Right now, we have the country behind us, you know, both Democrats and Republicans, independents, free and captive thinkers alike. So we can get stuff done if we appeal directly to them. But again, we have about two good years. Also, what can I do in my small way? I can stop using this podcast you know, to... to soft sell, you know, my views, you know, on, on all things political or, you know, as they call it, the body politic. I mean, there's something that keeps me from, you know, taking off the gloves and saying what I really mean and getting into arguments with, with all comers about what I say. You know, they say, well, I don't agree and you're this and you're that. I mean, you know. My, my my brother, I love him to death, but apparently he just got off of, um, out of Facebook jail, and I don't know what he said. It probably was something, you know, he, he, he has political views, and he has strong left-leaning views, which I agree with, but um, I, don't, I don't know what, what he did. He's a musician and, um, you know, a free thinker, but, you know, we don't need this. They've got enough people just cluttering the airwaves with what they have to say. And I, I even said um, in an earlier episode, I think, matter of fact, my first one, where I have a problem with, um, you know, people who get on these pundits and they they give you these five-minute questions and they ask the guests who we're really there to listen to, you know, what's your views and gives them like a minute before they cut them off and you know it's performance art you know it's 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 24-hour news and sometimes the news cycle doesn't work that way that's why they call it news so i'm gonna you know kind of pull back my show is called much more to say so i got much more to say about all kinds of things you know i can drive and listen to npr and i can come up with five subjects and then i get home and then i start talking about the democrats and the republicans and there's much more going on in the world that I like to, um, you know, talk about, you know, like to engage with people on. And there's some interesting stuff, so that's what I probably will do. 
And I think that's because my maturity has finally kicked in and I don't have to argue with everybody about anything or nothing. You know, I'm not going to change their mind. I mean, I don't have a lot of cash to influence them. I don't have a, um, a weapon to threaten them. You know, it's just my voice. And, you know, nobody cares about that voice because it's like an opinion. And opinions are like, you know what? So what I'm going to do is give them their two years. I'm going to keep my head down, eyes and ears open, and share my opinions judiciously. All right? I mean, as I see it, my president has a long wish list and, again, two years to fulfill it because there's a scarcity of time. There's a scarcity of budget. So we're going to have to, you know, support him when we can, um, speak up when we, you know, when it's, it makes sense to do so. And he doesn't need my chatter, you know, to clog up the Internet. I just believe that we need to be patient and remind ourselves what it was like just six months ago when this thing was just going to magically disappear, um, where we can inject bleach, where we can, um, you know, sit in the sunlight or something or, or, or tanning, you know, a tanning lamp or something, just all that nonsense. And we would, you know, have these adversarial press conferences, just, just nonsense, where there was that threat of violence. How about January 6th, when people said, hey, you know, we're taking it back. You know, just think about back then and think about where we are now. And think about where we're going. Think about what we've accomplished and where we're going. So you guys can use your voices to go to your people who you sent to Congress, to the House, you know, to the spot of dog catcher, who you're paying, whose salaries you're paying, and tell them what you want, whether it's what I want, but you tell them what you want, and you make them do their thing. If not, you can, you know, in two years, that first batch of people, you can vote out, but have a little patience, okay? Because um, that's the only way we're going to get anything done. These are trying times, and... We need somebody with a cool head at the wheel, and I think we got one. So, guys, ladies, thank you. Our quote for today is from Mahatma Gandhi. To lose patience is to lose the battle. Until next time, this is Ken Boone. Thanks for listening. We invite you to visit our website, muchmoretosay.weebly.com. That's much more the number two, say.weebly.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our podcasts are hosted on Spreaker. We're also found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and most podcast directories. Our email address is descantmmg at gmail.com. So like, comment, share, and join the conversation.
This has been a production of the Descant Music and Media Group.